0: Hello, everybody. My name is James Lewis. I'm the head of change management for MIGSOP cubed. And I'm going to be chairing this podcast, which is essentially to give a little bit more information for those people in the armed forces who are either coming to a point in their career where they're thinking of perhaps a project management career outside of the armed forces or have already left and are thinking along the same lines. We want to give you some ideas about what it's like, and perhaps some pointers that can help you when you're at this critical juncture in your career so in order to discuss this a little bit further i've got two of my colleagues from migsop cubed with me today i've got matt powell who uh, recently recently came out of the forces and started working for migsop cubed in the last year or two and i've got mark sorrell who's been around in migsop cubed a lot longer than that and he actually runs our public sector practice i'm going to start with matt matt good afternoon good afternoon Matt, my first question for you is, tell me a little bit about your background and how we, migsop Cubed are looking to help people in the forces who are thinking of leaving and going into project management.
1: I joined the forces straight from school uh, when I was 16. I spent 13 fantastic years in the Royal Electrical and Mechanical Engineers. And it's noticed that there is increasing trends for service leavers and veterans looking to make a new career in, into P3M or projects programs and portfolios. And I have to say, for me, it was a career of choice that aligned with a lot of things that I wanted out of a second career. Something that was challenging and provided the opportunity to make a difference. I am an engineer at heart and fixing things and delivering a product of innovation or altering processes to make things easier for people, dealing with multidiscipline teams to design, install and commission uh, major construction facilities and things like that is uh, is something that's right up my street. So when I look at MOGSO PQED. It's a global consultancy specialising in P3M and change management. Uh, It has an ex-forces community within which have successfully transitioned into P3M and change consultancy. This community has got a huge passion for sharing their experiences with uh, the veteran or transition forces community to help wherever they can this provides an opportunity for direct access to friendly and experienced SMEs uh, for veterans and the transition in Service personnel who want to do this in the future. And it offers the X-Forces community within MIGSOP Cubed the ability to give something back to a career that they fully enjoyed and help their former colleagues uh, transition more effectively.
0: OK, thank you, Matt. That's really interesting. Now, of course, you've actually made the leap relatively recently in the last year or two. How did you find the transition? What was your personal experience of moving from the forces into, into P3M consultancy?
1: So I actually joined migsop Cubed just over a year ago and made the transition into consultancy. However, I did leave the military back in 2013 and spent a number of years in industry prior to joining migsop Cubed. I reflect on my transition with mixed emotions. However, I do think the steps that I took helped me transition more effectively. There are plenty of things that I could have done better if I had known what I know now, which is why we are are here. We want to be able to give that shared experience back to others who are making that same transition, help and guide them into a rewarding second career in projects. If we can do that, then for me, we have been successful in our objective. So my transition was a 12 month process. I believe this has now changed to a 24 month process uh, for those that are coming to the end of their career. Initially, I found my transition extremely daunting. As I say, I joined straight from school. I had excelled in my military career. I'd never written a CV apart from a careers day in school. And it was a completely new challenge for me. I had a mortgage to think about. I had a family to support. So my appetite for risk to change to something completely new was uh, significantly reduced my solid income for the past 13 years was going to come to an end which added a sense of pressure and realism to that situation and the civilian world is full of opportunities and the list of positions that could go on forever so i had to narrow my field of view the forces have a huge amount of resources available to them as well which only clouds the issue but it is there to help people in readying themselves for a new career the big question being what should my new career be And what are the right courses to invest in for me? Uh, And that's something that the X-Forces community within the company completely resonate with. I decided I needed to network. And this is a highly recommended element for me. I needed to understand what was out there. What did I want to do? What did success look like for me personally? And I was extremely taken back at how receptive and how helpful people were. And as, as time passed, my knowledge grew, my questions became sharper, my ability to hold a conversation in what seemed like a new language, in the P3M language, became a lot easier. And it was from this vital point and this vital exercise that I was able to establish a good gap analysis. I was able to define really what I wanted and what I needed to get there. And once I'd chosen P3M, I was able to actually look at what I needed to do to get from A to B and successfully pitch myself at the right level within that industry, which helped me manage my expectations. I had a network at the ready to answer my questions and translate what new terminology meant and my experience so that I could better converse in that interview environment. I found it wasn't that I was inexperienced so much. It was that I didn't know how to translate the language and how to relate my experience. That was a big impact for me and that's something that my network really helped with. So I turned my network into my testing ground or a classroom prior to my exam if you will. Uh, No judgments were made in that network and they were more than willing to help. It's better to make use of of a helpful ear in a network than in an interview. After this my transition became a lot less daunting and a lot easier to manage mentally. I also took advantage of a work placement for six months. I am very fortunate here as it was a friend and a former colleague who offered the position within his company. However, for those listening, this is something that is available through CTP. If the parent unit can allow the individual to leave due to operational commitments and circumstances. My work experience was brilliant. And it really allowed me to broaden my understanding of business as well. And also, you know, it's a good way to find out whether that career path that you are are looking
0: to focus on is right for you. Thank you for sharing that story with us, Matt. And I think a lot of people will find that very helpful and and very instructive. Have you got any specific tips? Uh, You touched on a couple of things when you were telling your story, but have you got any specific tips to those who are thinking of transitioning into P3M? Absolutely. So
1: my first tip would be the mindset and the importance of goal setting. And I touched on that in the previous question. And what I found important was what does success mean and look like to me? This is a personal journey for all. Uh, so you should treat it that way. But don't focus on what other friends, etc., are doing or, or anything else like that. It's, this is a personal journey. Make it personal to you. Set short, medium and long term goals. These may change but it will help focus your direction. Also, be patient. Take a break and don't feel pressurised to take the first opportunity presented to you. Make sure the package is right for you and the overall package, that is. You know, a lot of people like me who have been in the forces or were in the forces in school, they've never had a day off. They've never been without that, that safety net of, of income or employment. And it's very easy to get swept away or rushed into accepting the first opportunity that becomes available. The second point would be the P's. Prior preparation prevents poor performance. It's something that is branded around uh, in the military over and over from day one. Why stop using it now? Understand the industry, things like Glassdoor, networking, professional bodies, all great resources used by everybody to understand the industry, understand what that is. Know your audience and your subject matter. Your interviewer may not be ex-military, but know how to bridge the gap, I'd draw on to that terminology point of view. Go back to the terminology, make sure your experience, you can clearly relate into the new civilianized terminology. Be confident, but know your competition and know your self-worth. Manage your expectations about where you fit in, your unique selling point. Also research the opportunity. How does it meet your objectives? My second tip would be networking. LinkedIn, Connect, ask your network questions, research, use it as your testing ground. Go out there, ask people. They're really helpful. Go to events, go to professional body events. Uh, This is a fantastic way to grow. Listen to what people are saying, practice and ask for guidance. People are really helpful if you just ask them the question. And people are very receptive to your situation. If you say, you know, look, I'm not used to terminology. I just want to run something by you. That can really, really help. My fourth tip would be never stop learning. So once you understand what it is you need to get from A to B and what courses may help you get there, then program out how you're going to do that. Use your time effectively. But also don't be afraid that you can't achieve the end goal straight away. Be realistic. Learning is a continuous cycle and it's something that will happen far after you leave the military. Always revert to point one to so reassess your goals, your short,
0: medium and long term goals, and it'll help you massively focus in your direction. Thank you, Matt. That's an absolutely f- a fantastic uh, list of tips uh, for those who are thinking about the transition. Now, I'm going to move on now and have a chat with Mark, Mark Sorrell. So, Mark, good afternoon. Good afternoon, James. You are actually in charge of uh, MIGSOP Cube's public sector. So I guess you're reasonably well placed to tell me why is P Cubed investing time to engage with the military and ex-military community? Sure, James.
2: There's a number of different angles to this. So we thought about, about investing some time and and kind of the objectives we would want to to achieve in this. And we recognise that the MOD has been one of our largest clients in the UK, and we're keen to continue supporting the MOD. In its delivery of project and program management challenges in the future. But we shouldn't be just seen to be a, a supplier. We want to support with reach back and be seen to be offering our services to their workforce as their workforce transition. So uh, that relationship with our client, the MOD, is important. We also, we're quite generous with our time, and and people like Matt are willing to give up their time to talk to service leavers, and um, we attend presentations in a pre COVID 19 world. Um, and we provide our tips and, and advice for areas of industry that are growing or for, for interesting projects and programmes that are out there to, to get involved in. We're always willing to give up that time to individuals. And I think thirdly, we are corporate members of the Association for Project Management, and project management is one profession, but there are lots of professions out there competing for people to join their ranks, and that's that's where we specialise, so we should be supporting our, our industry and our professional body with getting more people into project and program management and change Uh, and finally it has been a good source of talent acquisition Matt and other colleagues in the team Jack, Jeff, Richard have all come from a next forces background and all having fantastic careers in my GSOP cubed in the UK Uh, and I think that can continue.
0: Excellent so I mean one area which I think will be maybe a source of concern for a lot of people who are transitioning is this whole interview process. For somebody from a military background that might not have had an interview for many years you're going to be quite thoughtful about how that's going to go. So Mark you're quite often the person who is actually conducting the interview so do you have any tips for somebody from a military background who might be about to do their first interview for a long time?
2: Sure and it is common James, for For somebody to open the interview and say i haven't had an interview since i was 18 or since i was 21 that is that is a common occurrence so people shouldn't think they're in a unique situation so my tips would be firstly try to give answers with a beginning a middle and an end projects are set up they deliver some stuff and then they close down and if you can kind of construct your answer to have a beginning a middle and a conclusion and there's a and some benefits at the end of it That is always a good way of telling a story. As Matt said, you should recognise that your interviewer may not be uh, ex-military, so they may not know Brigadier Jones, or they may not uh, know all the parlance or all the acronyms. So be careful with your use of acronyms. There is business or industry terminology that is completely common with military situations. So feel free to explain scenarios where you delivered in a pressurised situation or where you had to give a weekly status report, or you had some of your resources reallocated, or you had stakeholders changing your mind. These are military situations, but they are common to business and industry. And if you can tell stories around those and how you dealt with that, that will resonate with your interviewer. I think there is some word substitution that you should be careful of. So instead of saying orders, you might want to use a more project management term like a mandate. Instead of saying my unit, you might want to say my team commanders can become stakeholders Uh, and there's one word that really shouldn't be used in a a civilian business or industry um, interview setting and that's subordinates that's not really a a term that's used so just be careful with your terminology and try and describe projects you've worked on that have lasted ideally months not days and have a beginning middle and an end if you can construct your answer like that you should have some good dialogue with your interviewer
0: That's really interesting and there's a common thread there between uh, what you said and what Matt said about there's some fantastic experiences and very relevant experiences that people in the services will have gained in their careers and the trick is to be able to translate those experiences into a language that reaches out and resonates to your interviewer so less of the military and more of the substitution of the civilian equivalent of some key words. Uh, Mark, any other advice you've got for people thinking of moving into our line of business?
2: I think I'm going to reiterate some of the points that Matt made. So networking is very important. Networking is not something you should do when you need it. When you've got an issue and you think, "Ah, who in my network can help? That's not the time to kind of start networking. Networking is a proactive activity that you do kind of throughout your career. So you keep in contact with your former colleagues. You join a professional body. You go to events or webinars. You're willing to introduce yourself and talk to people and listen uh, and to kind of keep a log of what you've learned through that process. I think we picked up on LinkedIn being a very useful tool. So uh, having a career profile on LinkedIn, connecting again with your former colleagues or people that you uh, you know socially, even you can connect on LinkedIn, looking at the professional body pages on, on LinkedIn and reading articles. And it's important to comment positively, I think, on, on articles and try and get some debates going rather than being deliberately controversial and really research job titles so look at how people brand themselves and the kind of civilian equivalent of a job that you did in the military look at those job titles that people use on LinkedIn and and decide whether they're applicable to you and finally learning learning is a continuous journey Uh, we never stop learning no matter where we are in our careers or how senior we are or how we are related to our transition point we can always learn more and I think as a philosophical point, I think learning, continuous journey, and through learning, we give ourselves options in our career. So really important.
0: Thank you, Mark. And I can only add that I've worked with a number of really talented and excellent colleagues who have come out of the services to join migsap Cubed. So I can speak firsthand and say that it is a genuinely um, realistic option to come into this line of work. And I'd like to think quite an exciting one as well. For those of you who um, are listening and uh, we've piqued your interest and want to know a little bit more, then I know that both Mark and Matt would be very happy if you were to email them asking for a little bit more information. So that's mark.sorrell, S-O-R-R-E-L-L, at pcubed.com and matthew.powell p-o-w-e-l-l at pq.com. You can also go back onto our website, the MIGSAP Cubed website if you want. Um, there's a, an infographic there specifically set up to help people who are thinking of transitioning from the services. It's got a QR code on it so if you uh, use that that can give you access to a bunch more information. Thank you Mark, thank you Matt for your excellent advice and contribution this afternoon and to those of you who are listening to this podcast we look forward to hearing from as many of you as possible and to all of you good luck.